You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. They're watching for Larry, and he's opening up here. He's going for a Dixon right here, right now. Leap to fame. He has exploded away. Margin is over 12 metres. Future is Sean Swayze. Better eclipse to the outside. Leap to fame. Leap to fame. Operation in the minion complete. And it's all Larry. Leap to fame. Folks in. He did indeed, and the race was over about a lap out when Grant Dixon took the lead on this absolute star of harness racing. And the exciting thing about it, he's only four, and if he stays sound, how many big races is this horse going to win into the future? Leap to fame. Of course, better's delight, let us reason. We've talked about her. She was a very good mare herself. She's also the mother of Swayze, one of the main rivals there in the final at Albion Park. But I can't imagine how exciting it would be for this fellow that's been in harness racing because his dad was in harness racing for such a long time. And Grant Dixon's been good enough to join me. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Steve. You get a bit of a break after all that build-up? Yeah, we're just having a short break now for, um, for about a week and then, uh, then we'll be back into it. Yeah. What do you do in your spare time? Is, is there anything you like to do, hobbies away from just it consumes your life, no doubt harness racing, but is there something you like to do when you get a chance? Oh, I know. I just pretty much spend time with the family and that is sort of, yeah, the main thing we do outside the horses, really. Grant, there was a lot said going into the race, uh, you know, with, with many form analysts, learned people, um, wondering, you know, thinking how the race would play out, but it was completely different, wasn't it, to what the majority thought? Yeah, it probably was a little... You still with us, Grant? All right, we just lost him there. We'll get him back. Um, yeah, he's driving. So we'll just get him back on the phone. Yeah, and what I'm talking about is, of course, many thought that Swayze would be probably first to the pegs and Leap to Fame may have to do it the tough way, but it all changed because Turn It Up crossed very quickly, as many expected, and then Future Assured uh, ended up crossing Swayze, and that changed the whole complexion of the race and then you had Swayze behind Future Assured and Leap to Fame up outside as I said Future Assured who ended up letting Swayze roll on by but I've never seen a race uh, a big race with so many were looking uh, in the including Grant uh, in the early stages as to where the various rivals were um, Grant you're back with us yeah I'm back Steve yeah I was just saying uh, just finishing that question anything away from racing that you'd like to do when you, when you get some spare time yeah honestly we just sort of like to um, relax and just do little whatever sort of activity, activities we can do with the kids, really. Mm. There's a good thing called sleep as well. <laughs> yeah, we catch up on a bit of it, but yeah, yeah. the kids don't allow too much of that. Yeah. Just back to the race, uh, we're saying that it was completely different the way most had it mapped out. Yeah, it probably was a bit, Steve, um, but, um, uh, you know, hope, hope, well, we were hoping that we would, would end out in front. You were looking around. Other drivers were looking around as well. Tell us who you were looking for at that point early in the race, Grant, or what you uh, were thinking. Yeah, mainly I, I was pretty keen to try and keep Swayze on the fence where he was, um, if I possibly could have. The race, you know, was what I was hoping to achieve, and I did want to sort of see where Nerano had got to. 
But when you took the lead about a lap out, did you think, well, it's going to take a Herculean effort from any other horse to get me down now once I've found the pegs? Oh, look, once he did roll the top and, and I hadn't sort of really opened him up, I did think he, he would take a you know a power of beating if someone was to, to do it. But I obviously when Swayze did roll up at me, we went 27-8 that first quarter, the last mile. And, you know, I, I wasn't concerned how, how he felt, but it, it is fairly quick for a 2,600-metre race. Mm. It must have been a brilliant feeling, you know, in this Inner Dominion final on your home track, about 600 from home when you slipped him a bit of leather and he just put a gap in rivals there at that point and put the race to bed. Yeah, probably around the 300 mark. And, and I, when I could hear the crowd, it was, um, yeah, it was a super feeling. And when, I, when, he, when he felt good and, and then the crowd was, was, was so much behind him. And just yourself, were you emotional? What was going through your mind? Because this is like the Melbourne Cup of Harness Racing or the Cox Plate of, of Thoroughbred Racing. What was, just tell us about your emotions when, when you won you know, the Inter Dominion final there the other night on Leap to Fame. Yeah, it was pretty emotional. Um, yeah, just obviously you're sort of getting, old, getting older and that and you sort of always hope that you win races like this and you're just starting to wonder whether they are, are going to come along and... Uh, just how much, you know, me and Trista had put into him and it sort of does take a bit out of us sort of, you know, leading into the race, just, you know, making sure that we've got everything right with him and, you know, make sure nothing goes wrong. So, yeah, it's just a re- uh, it's also a big relief. Because he was that without luck in a lot of features during 2023, or a couple of them, was it where he had to do it the tough way and on Saturday night it was the opposite. You had other horses uh, that had to do work. Yeah, it was it was good for him that he, you know, finally the cards rolled his way for a change. Absolutely. And how is he after the race? Uh, we're more than happy how he pulled up. He, he's he's really bouncing. So yeah, we're really pleased how you know how he's gone. How long does it take him to recover when you were coming back to Scar when his breathing got back to normal? Leap to fame after that the other night. Oh look, um, obviously um, we had to start the presentation, but. Um, Trista was really pleased when she got back to him how well he'd um, sort of recovered and how he, how he cooled out. So, yeah, because, um, yeah, just it sort of, it was a hard run because he, he did get opened up Saturday night. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you made a statement, didn't you? Yeah, well, sort of once he sort of got past the quarter and uh, I didn't really want to slow him again, I thought I've got to keep him rolling from this point. Yeah. He's well-named, isn't he? <laughs> Leap to fame. I know we've covered this before. And just the la- the Larry story as well? Yeah, like, it. yeah, just, yeah, he sort of, sort of catches imagination of, of people. And, um, yeah, I'm I just so uh, pleased that, that so many of the, um, you know, general public just, you know, love him, support him so much, you know, and, it's, you know, we're so proud to be a part of it with him. Yeah, I was saying uh, leading into the race, the last time he started 2.30 officially in the final there the other night, but the previous time he started black figures was the Victorian Derby. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to think that, you know, obviously there's a lot of pressure on him all the time to perform at such a high level and uh, and realistically he never, never lets us down. It's, it's really only a little bit of bad luck here and there that probably cost him from from winning, you know, probably from winning more races. I remember going to the trots in my 20s, Grant, and seeing Kevin Seymour and Kay. I mean, he's been involved in the industry for such a long, long time, but that would be probably his biggest thrill in harness racing, I dare say, Leap to Fame's victory there the other night. Yeah, I'm sure it was, um, because Kev did actually get quite emotional, which we've never seen before, and, um, yeah, yeah, I sort of really... um, 
yeah, I think he's really enjoying really enjoying this also both are and he sure. almost didn't make it um you know he had a big heart scare he was pretty open about that about a month ago tell us about that yeah well, obviously i did hear about it not long after it happened he, he did keep it fairly quiet until he probably got on the better side of everything and um yeah i think i think he was you know this horse probably kept him going along a bit too he was looking really looking forward to this in the minion series and he like he stated that he was a bit worried that he wasn't gonna get to see it but um yeah he made it made a really good recovery yeah one of his arteries was 99 percent blocked and i think they had to get a team rush a team to you know get a team together very quickly to perform basically surgery that saved his life uh, uh kevin seymour there uh, that was about a month ago and he's raced some good horses with you hasn't he uh, colt 31 comes to mind and a few others over the years was he involved in mr feelgood a previous year to don winner yeah he owned half of uh, mr feelgood with peter o'shea but um, I think, you know, because he, even though he didn't breed this horse, he, he was involved in the early, like, the grand dam of uh, Leap to Fame and that. So it does have a, you know, a breeding connection there as well. Yes, and she won, what was her name, the mother of Lettuce Reason? Uh, I think it was a, more the, well, Left for Me, Kevin Brett Left for Me, and he obviously owned the, the, the grandmother, which I think, I think it was Our Lady hardcore i think from memory yeah grant um your association with kevin how did that all start years ago um it probably started close to 20 years ago maybe somewhere between 15 and 20 years ago when uh, mark Litchmark retired from training and doing the stud work and then they had to sort of disperse um a lot of the racing stock out to different trainers and and uh, i was lucky enough to be one of those trainers and and they've been great people to train for for a long period of time. And, you know, they take the losses and the disappointment of different things and, and uh, are great winners. So that makes my mine and Tristan's job a lot easier. Yeah, what was the first good one you had for Kevin? Um, look, we've probably had a, a, a lot of um, good ones, um, but probably the first uh, standout one was probably um, Majestic Mac for us. He won over 30 races. Yeah he, yeah, he was a great juvenile, two, three, and, and probably just went off a bit to the later part of his career, but, yeah, he, he was a really good horse. And Colt 31 for Kevin and yourself. He won almost 50, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was a great horse for us for a long, for a long period of time. And, um, yeah, he, he, he was, yeah, they were all as... Um, or like Chester, it'd make our job a lot easier, that's for sure. Grant, this horse just uh, amazes everybody, Leap to Fame. You know, we've seen him do it in the, the tough way and be so brave. We've seen him sprint brilliantly like he did at the Carnival, Queensland Carnival, earlier this year. We saw him the other night, you know, take the lead and take control and just run those times. And, you know, he's just run through a brick wall. It's just exciting, isn't it, you know, with a view to the future. And, you know, how would you compare him now, around now, compared with six months ago or 12 months ago, Leap to Fame, when he's hitting all those derbies? Yeah, I, I think he's just got um, yeah, it's a, bit, a little bit stronger again. Um, obviously matured a little bit more. Um, yeah, and he's just um, yeah, we're just hoping that we can just keep everything ticking over nice with him, and um, yeah, just look forward to taking him to more big races. And during the series, most of his wins were pretty painless, even the final. But there was one there where he had to do it. Uh, was that the second night where he had to pull out all stops in a blanket finish to win? Yeah, but um, like on that night, he, is, he sort of does watch him a bit and he, he sort of always likes to stay ahead of him. Uh, um, yeah, like he, 
he, I was pretty happy about how we got through the series because two of the three wins were, were like particularly easy for him. And then the but uh, the good part was me and Tristan were really happy that like with his weight wise that he uh, that he just held his weight so well through the whole series considering how hot it had been at different times. Yeah, how does that heat affect uh, some horses? Uh, obviously, it had no effect on him. Oh, look, yeah, it's just the main thing, just when you're just basically looking after them through the week, just to keep them as cool as you can and get their work done early. And, yeah, just and this, you know, just keep a general check on their health, really. Yeah, and when you're going through an Inter-Dominion series uh, where they're racing every couple of days, what do you just do with a horse like Leap to Fame between runs? Is it just very, very light exercise, or do you throw him in the paddock, or just take us yeah, through that like, sort of par program? Yeah, like, we, we give him a, a pretty easy time through the series. We felt we, we had him um, really fit at the start of it, so we didn't really think we had to do a lot with him through it. And he, he does spend a lot of time in the paddock as well. We try and let him be a horse as much as he can, and and just yeah, let him relax out there, which he, he enjoys doing. And you tell us the certain treats that he likes. He gets a bit spoiled there at the stables, deservedly so. <laughs> yeah, Tristan spoils him a fair bit. He, he does like licorice, so yeah, she she seems to buy a lot of bags of licorice. Yeah, and he, for a, an entire, he's pretty easy to deal with. There's nothing um, quirky or unusual about him in any way. Oh, look, he, he can he can give you a little bit of a bite and that, and he's a little bit tricky to catch race days, but. In general, um, like he, he is pretty good considering like he is obviously a stallion now. And um, but he, yeah, like he's he, he's, he's not not nasty with anything. And Kevin's not keen to guess Kevin is keen to race him on for as long as possible. Yeah, I think yeah, long long as he's maintaining good good strong form, um, yeah, he'll race for a while. But I've, I've no doubt at some point that he you know he, he'll have to go to stud. Yeah. So what's in mind now? You're heading towards the AG Hunter Cup Miracle Mile. Can you take us through how 2024 looks for him, Leap to Fame? Yeah, just uh, like an early draft. It was, it, we're heading towards the Hunter Cup and then, then Miracle Mile. And then we're just working out whether we do go to a slot race in New Zealand and then um, the Winter Carnival at home. That's sort of like a bit of a rough guide. But we just sort of just keep... keep Keep taking each race as we go. If he's right, we'll go. But if he's not not 100%, we'll, we'll just stop for a bit and then just reset our eyes on another race. That's all we'll do. Yeah, the slot owl has been on the phone. Is that that race by Grins? I might have a new name. Does it a sponsor in uh, 2024? Oh, which race? Is uh, that the New Zealand one. You were talking at the slot races. Oh yes, yep, yep. Yeah, what what time frame is that? Because, we've, of course, we've got the Hunter Cup Feb and the Miracle Mile at Menangle in March, and, and that race you're talking about, New yeah, Zealand? It, it's in, yeah, it, it's in April. Okay. Around April 15th, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, the timing will work. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, you know, it's it's they're all hard races, so we just have to keep take, sort of aiming at them and see how we come through them and... And keep going from there. Yeah, gee, um, prize money extraordinary that he's you know, potential earnings. Grant, you know, what's the hundred cup a half a million and Miracle Mile's about a million? Yeah, yeah, like it's great, but you know, we still can't expect him to, you know, to, to make all of them. But you just got to have your plans and 
and work towards them and, and just put the horse first. And then I'm, I'm sure if we do that and be patient, he'll keep putting us first when we step him out. Are there any unsung heroes involved besides yourself, Trista, and the kids, you know, uh, whether it be a chiropractor or someone else involved in the stable that does, deserves some recognition regarding this right this star pacer? Oh, look, the whole staff play a role in, like, obviously just getting the, keeping the whole stable rolling along. Um, like Dale Hogan has worked for us for a long time. He, he's um, he's always there to rely on to look after him and do anything with him. But if, if me and Trista happen to be away for a day or an afternoon or something like that, uh, a demo that works for us, he goes to the races with us all the time. And, but there's, there's, we've got about 12 staff, so there's, there's plenty of us there to, yeah, to try and get everything done. And, but um, Trista does. She does most of the work with him on, on the ground and, and then she jumps on him with track work here and there just to make sure that I'm, I'm not missing anything with him and just keep things, um, yeah, flowing along the way they are. And what's the track like where you are at your property, Grant? Uh, it's, it's a good track. Um, it's just under 900 metres and yeah, we, we spend a fair bit of money on it just keeping it uh, the right cushion for the horses and that. So just, uh, yeah, just... Uh, so we just we don't miss any work. So we do. You have got to keep keep the uptake to them a fair bit. Yeah, of course. Your three children: uh, Thomas is eleven, Jai is nine, Cooper four. Uh, were they there, or they weren't able to make it on the weekend? Uh, Thomas and Jai went because they had their their ponies in and their pony into the millions. They they had um, three runners through. They had three different races, but they had three runners through there, and that was run early in the night and. Uh, Cooper didn't come up because of the storm threw around, so he stayed home. So but it was good to have the other other boys there to enjoy the moment. How did they go? The horses in the trotters, mini trotters. No, nah, they they all run around midfield, but um, they, they they say they put their work into their ponies through the through the weeks leading up to it. So they they tried hard, but they just their ponies just weren't quite quick enough. Yeah, and just back to leap to fame, you know, just the distances as well, Granny. You just it's all distances. It doesn't matter, does it? I mean, over the long trips, the short hit trips, uh, he's just so effective. Yeah, he is. Um, obviously, the the longer distance race, I think, are his um, pet distance as far as his his strength, the the, the tempo that he can maintain. Uh, but to his credit, like he still can, um, you know, adapt to a mile race and. And, and he can go, you know, he can go quick when he ha- when he has to. He just, I don't say he's lack of gate speed, but obviously for a miracle mile, if he did have exceptional gate speed, it does help. But I, I'm sure he can um, still, you know, run a great mile. Yes, uh, and with the plugs, um, I think there's one night you didn't pull those at all during the, or was there a couple of nights during the series leading into Saturday you didn't pull those ear plugs? Um, I, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think I actually. Uh, pulled them at all. Oh, didn't you? Yeah, but he, uh, you know, in all fairness, he, he does, you know, he, he just goes anyway. It, it, they're more there to just to keep him a bit relaxed if I do have to ask him to do a bit early just to make sure he comes back to me. But he, he, he goes like he doesn't. He, he might accelerate up a bit quicker if I if I did want him to, if I did pull him, but he, he generally goes. Like, I know they're in and it looks like he's got a heap left, but I not, not that he's been flat out, but he he still he still goes when I ask him to go. I don't really have to pull him. Yeah, I noticed that you didn't even sort of hit the bike or anything, did you? Uh, the sulky there, it was just the rain, through the reins at him 
in the final the other night. Yeah, he's just, he just got a great will to win. Yeah, oh, we're very proud of him. What's the leap to fame be like? I've got six pack that I went over to Elvin Park and bought a couple of weeks ago. I haven't tried one yet. It's sitting on ice. What are they like? Uh, tell you the truth, I haven't tried one myself. Really? Yeah, no, we got one. We got a can that we put in the in his trophy cabinet just to um, just have one there that he's got a beer after him. But um, no, I haven't had one yet. Oh, I thought someone might have shaken a few up and sprayed you with them the other night, Grant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you able to sleep? I mean, what time did you eventually get to bed, and what did you do after the final to celebrate? No, we we're, were a bit exhausted, and um, yeah, we got to bed at probably around oh, half past twelve or something, and yeah, it was a little, little bit a little bit hard to sleep because it was still um, yeah, just sort of coming down, I suppose, just starting to yeah, yeah, adjust to what what we'd sort of you know been able to achieve. Yes, I see a couple of drivers were shaking your hand uh, after the race as well as a nice gesture there the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of good friends. Yeah, just they were able. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, it was a great, yeah, a great moment. Just to, yeah, just to wind down lap and listen to the crowd and that. Yeah, yeah got it. we we really really were congratulated a lot. Um, yeah, from you know from even just text messages and people on the course. There was there's so many people that were really pleased for us and the horse and um, yeah it was really yeah, just a really great moment for us well as I said he made a statement in style there well done Grant enjoy your bit of a break sorry to annoy you no that's fine <laughs> good on you Go Grant on. Grant Dixon there the uh, trainer driver of this outstanding uh, pacer uh, leap to fame